Welcome to the Love and Life Podcast, Sexuality and Intimacy for Today's Christian Woman. I am your hostess, Mariah Young. I would like to be your guide to a better sex life and becoming a sensual, purposeful woman of God. From a young age, I have had many things happen to me with my sexual life as well as made choices that have really kind of screwed up my love life for my marriage. But God has redeemed and healed so many of those wounds from my past and really given me a tangible, hands-on way to grow in my sexuality and intimacy with my husband. You may be able to relate to my story and I believe that God has given me a way to help others as well. I would be honored if you would join me on this journey. My hope is that in each podcast, you'll get a couple of nuggets that will help you to grow into the woman that God wants you to be in your sexuality and intimacy with the love and life. Well, hey there, ladies. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. We are on podcast seven. And quite frankly, this podcast doesn't need much of an introduction. Today, we're going to be talking about the many bennies and perks of sex and intimacy. Now, this one may seem a little bit obvious to you, like, duh, we already know all the benefits, but maybe you don't. Not only do I want to address this if you find yourself already in an excellent sex life, I also want to address it because some of you may not find yourselves in that kind of a place. And even though you may hear all of these benefits, it's not necessarily going to change your mindset about sex and intimacy. But it can definitely be a really great place to start. Along with the other podcasts that I'm doing on mindset, this can be one that can really move the needle for you in at least seeing that there are many benefits for you and having a great sex life with your husband. I'm going to look at this not only from a biblical standpoint, but I have been doing a lot of research. Psychology Today is one of the main resources that I have used in this because their insight is really excellent and it really does actually back up what we have been told in the Bible about relationships and sex. So sex and lovemaking or affection go hand in hand. In an article, The Secret Reason Sex is So Important to Relationships in Psychology Today, they actually found that they go hand in hand completely. More sex leads to more affection and more affection leads to more sex. It's just an excellent cycle. We always hear about the vicious cycle, but this one is an excellent cycle. And they find that long-term, these couples tend to be more happy and live longer lives. In 1 Corinthians 6, 16 through 17, it says, Since we want to become spiritually one with the master, we must not pursue the kind of sex that avoids commitment and intimacy, leaving us more lonely than ever. The kind of sex that can never become one. Notice that it points out that sex that avoids commitment and intimacy leaves us feeling more lonely. Another article that I found also talked about the difference between just having sex and making love. When we make love, we become one. In Genesis 2.24, it says, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. This is actually widely recognized, not just in the church, but amongst others as well. Even Aristotle said that lovemaking makes us composed of a single soul inhabiting two bodies. Research backs this up. 
One article stated it like this. The chasm between you and me is dissolved when making love. There is a mutual consciousness of unabounded unity without partition. Yes, these may be big words, but basically they're saying the same thing, that it is important for us to be one with our spouse and that not doing this leaves us feeling lonely. It is actually pointing out the importance of lovemaking within a long-term relationship and how important that is. Making love is another way for us to serve one another. In 1 Corinthians 7, it actually asks the question, is it a good thing to have sexual relations? And Paul answers, certainly, but only within a certain context. Sexual drives are strong, but marriage is strong enough to contain them and provide a balanced and fulfilling sexual life in a world of sexual disorder. It further states, the marriage bed must be a place of mutuality, the husband seeking to satisfy his wife, the wife seeking to satisfy her husband. Marriage is not a place to stand up for your rights. Marriage is a decision to serve the other, whether in bed or out. I feel like this deserves a mic drop right there. Boom. (laughs) I mean, come on, ladies. He pretty much just said, yeah, women, you should be getting yours too. So often we hear this said from the man's point of view, how important it is for our man or for our husbands and how important it is for them. We are even warned not to abstain from sex for a long time. Otherwise, we let temptation in, which also is backed up by research, which I'll go through here in a little bit when I actually go over the benefits. People who have had this kind of a relationship, one where sex or lovemaking and affection were held at high importance, where they have a long-term relationship, such as we are taught in marriage, where they are seeking to please the other, and then it becomes about lovemaking and not just sex, actually been found to have many benefits from this long-term relationship. One of those being more freedom. Amongst many of the research, I found more freedom was one of the things that was a benefit to these couples. They had security. They were actually able to get over many of their fears because they were willing to try new things. They had a safety net to return to when those things might have gone bad. And so it's okay to try something new and to fail or even succeed. It gives them someone to go through crises with, to cry on their shoulder, to know that there's safety at home. It gives them peace of mind. Another benefit was they have more confidence. There's many reasons for this, including the ones that I already stated, because they really go hand in hand. You get more confidence as you feel more freedom and more secure. But also, you tend to take on the beauty that your spouse sees. You don't like your stomach, but your spouse loves your stomach, loves you how you are you're going to tend to, over time, see that as beautiful because that's how your spouse sees you. They also tend to be more happy. And so, of course, that brings more confidence. That happiness comes both from hormones that are released when you are making love, oxytocin and endorphins, and then it also just comes because you tend to be more happy when you are regularly making love with your spouse. And they're more happy, so then that plays into your happy. Again, it's a beautiful cycle. They also stated that because of the happiness, these couples tended to have more sex. Another cycle. Yay. Happy cycles. I'm liking this. This is what we're talking about. Happy cycles. So these same couples in the long-term relationship who are feeling more confident, feeling more freedom, also had regular intimacy or affection. And these also had 
other benefits along with the ones that we already talked about. I feel like I could just say that over and over again because the benefits are compounding. This is not an adding situation. This is a multiplying situation, ladies. Let me tell you, we're talking growing gangbusters, exponential growth here. They also found that these couples had excellent stress relief. They had better immune systems because they have hormones that are released into their body that ward off germs and viruses. Pretty crazy. They had marital stability, which again plays into confidence and freedom. On top of the benefits of intimacy and affection, sex by itself also had many benefits. And just so you know, a good sex life in America, (laughs) I don't know about other countries, this study was based on America, a good amount was actually considered one time per week. So know that if you're doing one time per week, that's pretty good. Although, obviously, just like anything else, we can always do better. Of course, I don't want you to feel bad if you're doing less. Okay, that's not the point here. The point in this podcast is just to point out these benefits so that who knows, maybe in your mind, you'll be able to convince yourself a little bit more of, hey, if I make love with my husband more often, hmm, I could be healthier or, you know, these other benefits. So the point is not to beat you up. Moving on with the benefits of sex, one time per week was considered a good amount. One research article said, and I quote, the size of well-being for people having sex one time a week compared with those having sex less than one time a month was greater than the size of the differences in well-being for those making U.S. dollars of 75000 a year compared with making U.S. dollars of $25,000 a year. That means the benefits of having sex regularly is even higher than if you make more money or not. Wow, that's huge. You can find that article which I will link to in Psychology Today, The Secret Reason Sex is So Important to Relationships by Your Mindset. I know at one point I knew all of these benefits. I'd heard them before, but that wasn't gonna change the way that I felt about making love to my husband. There were many other factors that came into my mind and my brain as we engaged. Where this is really fun, knowing the benefits is great, please do continue to join me for my other podcasts. And if you haven't listened to my first few, please go back and listen to those because I do talk about changing your mindset. And I'm going to continue to change into mindset. And we are going to continue to dive into even deeper topics that may be holding you back in your love life. Well, that does it for this time, ladies. I know it was kind of a short podcast. I will be diving deeper into these with some of the courses that I have coming out. You will find articles that are going to be on my website. I will link to them. And I really am excited to continue this conversation with you. Of course, if you haven't already, go over and like my Facebook page, The Love and Life. I now also have my website, which is theloveandlife.com. Make sure to sign up for my warm fuzzies or my emails as well, so that you stay updated with everything going on. Do you like desserts? Oh man, I sure do. Especially ice cream. To be more specific, a triple scoop sundae from Baskin Robbins with the right syrups and toppings. Mmm, yum. Well, I am very excited to share with you my new online make and take. This is going to be an online course called 
the triple scoop Sunday of lovin'. We are gonna dive into the different scoops of lovin'. And of course, we'll have our toppings too. I cannot wait to share these with you. So here's the scoop. <laughs> not only will you get some excellent teaching on how to make your love life more magical and more fun and lighthearted, but you're also going to get tutorials on how to make some items to go along with the teaching. Of course, I wish I could be there with every one of you, but I wanna make sure that you get the information and that you get to make some of the things that I'm gonna be talking about to help. So, since I can't be there with each one of you due to location barriers, I thought I'd go ahead and bridge that gap by putting together a course where you get video tutorials from me, plus teaching, plus so much more. I'm gonna have printables for you. There'll be a materials list at the beginning with links to where you can find items. In this, we're gonna cover many topics, not limited to, but including communicating with your spouse, sending fun texts to your spouse throughout the day, creating a love-making atmosphere, and how to also deal with your mind. We're gonna cover some of the most important topics to create a more magical love in life. I hope you'll join me for my new Make and Take online course, The Triple Scoop Sunday of Lovin'. You'll see the link down below. Make sure to sign up today.